Hi. Okay. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Just Another Murder Cast. Yay Jam. Yay Jam. I'm Haley. I'm Beth. Why are we? Oh, oh wow. It's like say, let's tell the listeners why we're looking to the left. Um, <laughs> so if you were here, you would know that we're looking to the left. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. What did Jordan do? Jordan bought us a tripod. Y'all, Jordan? With a with a clicker. Yeah. So, if you're on our Patreon, which we'll talk about later. Yes. Um, you will actually see the videos now. Yeah. And we're going to do some live videos. Yes. Mhm. And Haley is so much fun to watch on the videos. I don't know about that. Well, like, I'm feeling really unfunny today. Did I tell you that? No. I meant to. Wow. I was thinking it when I pulled in your road. I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm unfun today." Guess we'll see. Sometimes it changes. You, you, I feel like you're fun today. So. <laughs> it's because I ate a snack. Oh, and we have told them before. Yeah. About our snack drawer. No, my snack drawer. Haley's snack drawer. So I would like for, oh, they can't even see my snack, <laughs> <laughs> my snack drawer. <laughs> okay. So right. I'm Haley. I'm Beth. Um, that's all we got. <laughs> no, it's not. All right. Um, I don't think I have any comments I today. I have comments. Do you? I like to. I like for you to lead off with comments, so then like I can bounce off those okay, comments. Okay, I'll change it. Okay, in the future. Thank you. You know we have a part or a um, sponsor. Yeah. And they sometimes when you say I have a comment, I feel like you always want to throw news at me. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go. Um, Haley's gonna sing for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know we have a sponsor, Dead Crow Defense, mm-hmm. who we love. Love. Um, they apparently love us too. Do they? Yeah. So instead of giving our listeners. Um, 10% off their entire website. Mm-hmm. They have increased it to 15. What? Yeah, 15%. They are the shit. They really are the shit. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a fan. fan. I'm a fan. Because okay. I got to taste somebody. And um, that was so fun. I'm going to taste you one day. Not now. Not now. I feel like. I need a, yeah. I, I need, like a, I need a, a minute. Space. I have to wash my hair for the next few weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Warning. Warning. Um, this is a murder podcast. Murder. People get murdered. Die. Not alive anymore. Unalive. Unalived. They That's what they say unalived. on TikTok. Yes. Um, um, so don't listen to it with your kids. Mm-mm. Unless they're like adults. And that's okay. But Yeah. Um, um, don't do that. Also, um, our language. Oh, it's a little, it's a little spicy. A spicy. I like that. It's a little spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you get affinity easily. You Sorry. know, like, that's fine. We, we're we okay we with respect, you not being here. I mean, yeah. I mean, we need you to be here for, like, we, ratings and stuff. But, like, I, listen. But at least, like, give us a five-star review on the way out and be like, they warned me, so I left. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because our reviews, like, wow. Our reviews are not going well lately. No. They were, like, so good. And then it was like. Yeah. I mean, we still have, like, 4.9 stars. But. But can we talk about a review we got real quick? Ooh, yes, I would love to. Um, would you like to read it or would no, you have to tell me about it and I'll read it. Okay. One of our lovely listeners, Emily, mm-hmm. who I love, she's the greatest, um, does not listen on Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she uses Spotify. Spotify, you can't rate podcasts. Like really? There's no way to rate Maybe them. that's a good thing though, because we wouldn't be so concerned about it. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. But you can't rate. So she wanted to give us a good rating, mm-hmm. but she can't do it. So she hand wrote us one. <laughs> she did. And it is so precious. Okay. <laughs> she said, just another murder cast review. And we got five stars. Oh, I'm showing the camera as well. We got five stars. The title of her review was Rib Tickling Anecdotes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It says, love this podcast. These girls are a fun, dynamic duo. If you like dogs and humor mixed with murder, then this is a podcast for you. I can't wait for Beth to taste Haley. Stash slash wiggly line, Emily Thompson. And that is the most precious thing. We're going to we're gonna um, frame it. Frame it and put it up. Yes. It's so so if you want to send us a review like this too, I am not even mad about it. You can send it to us. I will give you my address. Just ask for it. Do it, sister. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? I'm ready. Rock, paper, scissors? Yes. Okay. I was like, oh, shit. I don't have my story, but you printed it off for me. I did. I actually typed it. Did you notice? I did. Of course I noticed, but you sent it to me, and I was like, print this. Okay, let me read it first. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, "Mm, this has people's names. Like, the first sentence, I was like, this, um. You got it fast. Well, I was laying in bed. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I was like, print this. 
You're like, I guess I'm not supposed to read it. I'm like, no! But that, there were no instructions saying not to read it. It was literally it says, just print, print this. this. Okay, but you didn't say print this, but don't read it. Like, if I send you something, are you going to not read it? No, you're going to read it. Am I? Yeah. Am I, though? Yeah, because you're nosy. You opened my mail while I was gone. That's because there was a t-shirt in there. <laughs> I stole it. <laughs> um, No, I actually have 113 unread text messages. And I have 31,644 unread emails. So, like, I'm not going to read it. First of all, you need to burn your phone. That is ridiculous. Uh-huh. And I have and uh, 27 unread, unlistened to voicemails that I'm over. You I'm drive not, me crazy. It drives me crazy. But I'm like, it's too far gone. Yeah, just delete them. It's too far gone. Do you remember when I tried to delete the messages off your phone and you told me no because you would eventually read them and write people I take back? it back. I won't read it. And I'm like, it's been eight months. I would, like a, I would like to restart. Did you know that there was a setting that will delete your, e- or your text messages after a year? Um, I would like for somebody to go through my emails and delete all of them except for like the four that I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Focus. Right. Rock, Rock, paper, paper scissors. scissors. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah! Haley, Ashley, what? Sorry. You're, we're going to have to like <laughs> go down. We're going to have to go down and take that down. What? Where are we at on there? It's off the I know, but when we get there, we're going to have to do that thing where I, what's it called? I've been editing lately, not what? you. I know. What's that thing called? Will you uh, normalize the... Yes. You're so good. All right. Let's get this together. Do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Trigger warning. Children. Ish. Well, I'm excited because I feel like the last couple of stories you've told, I've mm-hmm. had to cry through. No, this one's going to piss you off, I think. I mean, I, just a little bit. Like, I'm better with that than the crying. Like, I'm yeah. not good with my... You know what I realized on the way here? I've never listened to our drunk episode. I wouldn't. <laughs> it was it was funny, though, the first... Like, I started it when I left my house and finished it. When, or not, like, listened until I got here. Yeah. It's funny from what I... All right, well... I don't know. Anyway. It didn't <clears> end <throat> funny for me. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm here. I'm for it. Freeport, Texas, 2003. Okay. It was a Wednesday. 12-year-old Dana Stinson walked to her Bible study on a Wednesday night. Listen, it was a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Jesus night. Just a few blocks from home. Two hours after the Bible study should have been done, Dana still wasn't home. Her mother knew something was wrong, so she went to go find her. When Dana's mother, Diana, this is going to get confusing. Dana, Diana, yeah. Mm -hmm. Asked the Bible study teacher about her daughter's whereabouts, she learned that Dana never showed up to church. Diana said her stomach was in knots. She was sick. Something wasn't right. She called the police, and everyone, including neighbors, began to search. Dana's father, Albert, was a local prison guard, and his first worry was that one of the prisoners was trying to retaliate against him and had taken his daughter. Several hours later, in Oyster Creek, Texas, which was four miles away, but of course, when you're like reading all this, they're like, uh, first of all, who <laughs> lets their parent, lets their 12-year-old walk? Like, how far away is Bible school, Bible study? A couple blocks. 12. No. 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 Okay. Wait. Hold on. Uh, well, wait, wait till we get down a paragraph. Then you'll realize why I say this. Okay. Okay, so in Oyster Creek, Texas, I roll four miles away. Like, they make it seem like it's so far. Right. She walked farther to Bible study. (laughs) (laughs) Dana approached some teenagers that were playing basketball and told them that she had been kidnapped. Dana was immediately taken into police headquarters and reunited with her parents. Okay, so. Story over. Oh, good job. Just (laughs) kidding. Y'all have a great one. Bye. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that was. She went to Bible study, never made it, mm-hmm. said that she had been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And Later that night. Reunited with her parents. In a whole different state called Oyster. I'm just kidding. Four miles away. <laughs> she showed up at this basketball court on this like um, back road park kind of sketchy thing where all these boys were playing basketball. And she like walked up to the basketball court and was like, I have been kidnapped. Were they cute um, or did she actually get kidnapped? No, I don't f- know. She was telling. I don't know. Just hold hold on. What? I just, I need to know things. She's 12 and I can see a 12 year old girl being like, look at those guys no, like, over there. She showed up all like all kidnapped and stuff. Like, all kidnapped and stuff. Yes. Got it. Okay, yes, I'm, yes. I'm with it now. Okay. When Dana was questioned, everyone was really concerned about her demeanor. She was strangely calm. Like very like dry. 
like she's faking a kidnapping because Possibly. the boys were cute and she wanted to be No, like, bitch, hey. hold on. Okay. She told police that she was in the church parking lot and could not locate her classroom when a white middle-aged man gave her directions. That do you say Okay, okay, okay. Who sends their kid to Bible school on foot if she doesn't know where she's going? Right? Like that's you have what to that's know where you're going. Yes. Be like, here, go to this. Um, I'm gonna need you to like that would be like me, like, hey Beth, say you're new here and you don't live here. This is not your house. Um <laughs> so I'm like, go to the quick trip and go get me something to drink. And you're how like, about, where's the quick trip? And you're like, just just walk. How about when you um sent who was it your who was it, your friend that you sent to get you a drink from oh Iron my Horse? gosh one of my babysitters i said will you go get me a drink from iron horse and they went to the iron horse she drove to green county and went to the iron horse instead of iron horse nutrition well, i'm glad she was not kidnapped me too i would have felt like a real asshole <laughs> yep all right okay but yeah no you can't let your kid that doesn't know where they're going walk to bible school right study whatever that's what i'm thinking it's ridiculous 12 12 years old no no even in like 2003, I feel like it wasn't a thing to like kids walking everywhere. Okay. I disagree. You know where my parents live? You know where my parents live. Mm -hmm. You've been out there. We used to walk um, to downtown Farmington. You know, mm -hmm. it's a real thriving <laughs> metropolis there. Um, <laughs> we used to walk to from my house to downtown Farmington to get like stuff from there was frogs bait shop and we would go get like snacks and i feel stuff. like we would walk well i mean my driveway was a mile and a half long so like my fat ass was not walking like just to get out of the driveway yeah see it was a big deal for me to walk because you know they had that thing the mm -hmm. hill going down and then you have a hill going up so both ways you're going uphill and uh -uh. literally <laughs> i went uphill both ways yeah okay but <clears> i still <throat> did it but anyways go ahead yeah if you don't know where you're going you shouldn't right. be walking that's the whole point yes Anyway, he walked towards her. Uh, he told her, here's where you're you're going over here. This is where you're supposed to be. Let me walk you over there. So he walked her towards the door and grabbed her and put her into his van. Mm -hmm. Can you guess the color? A white creeper van? Yes! Did it have free candy written on the side? <laughs> he tied her up and put her in a wooden box. Then he drove her somewhere near the ocean. She could hear the waves. Mm-hmm. This is like she's describing to the police what happened. Okay. He took advantage of her a few times within the few hours that he had had her gag. Gag. It says yeah. gag. Gross. I can't. Mm. He had her for a few hours inside this sketchy hotel room. Yeah. She said that he had a knife, but she started to beg for her life. And then he told her he would let her go. But you better not tell anybody. I know everything about you. I will come kill you. Blah, 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 blah. She said, you know, he knew everything about her, so he would come back and kill her. He put her back in the van, drove her a little bit to Oyster Creek, I guess, and pushed her out. Like, pushed her right out the door. I have so many questions about this. Mm -hmm. What are your questions? She, he says that she knew everything. He knew everything about her. Like, mm -hmm. has she ever met him before? Does she know him? Mm -mm. Um, and then you don't want her to tell anyone, but see, that, that's. That's, that's not going to happen. Right? Like, I'm telling everybody. Ev right. Everybody. Mm -hmm. And then why, like, what was the point? What was the point of all that? What mm -hmm. was the point? Maybe I'm just a little bit jaded because I'm like, just, just, just kill me. Not really. Like, I don't want to die. Right. I don't know how to get the words out of my head right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird situation. Like, what did he <clears throat> expect to happen from this? Yeah, that's weird. Like, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the police were like, uh, okay, this doesn't make sense. You were kidnapped in broad daylight at a f church. Yeah. And no one saw anything. And the kidnapper released you in an area around homes of people that you know. Yeah. Like, it doesn't add up to me. Like, one of these homes was somebody that was like, oh, her boyfriend. A 12-year-old, you know, boyfriend, whatever. Yeah. And the police were like, yeah, okay. Police told her that they thought she was lying. She was too calm. And she, like, remembered too much. Yeah. That's when Dana actually started showing some sort of emotion. Um, I wrote, I'm feeling pissed for her because, like, how... Here's the thing. Like, I get where the police are coming from, right? Yeah. But I'm also like, how are you going to tell this 12-year-old girl how she's supposed to feel in this situation when she can't even, like, control her daily emotions because, you know, because of her hormones? Does that yeah. make sense? Like, they don't know how to handle that emotion. Yeah, but I feel like... 
at 12 years old, you're so emotional. You would have some sort of emotion. It may I don't be, know. They're f***ing angry. Them 12-year-olds are angry as shit. But she's not. She's not angry. But you know, like, they're just like, like, Yeah, but I feel like even that would be a good emotion. Not just like, he kidnapped me, mm-hmm. and he took me. And then, you know, like, you have to have, like, a, I don't know. I feel like there's some range of emotions she should be showing. I'm not saying that this didn't happen. Right. Police are like, this is sketchy. This doesn't sound like a thing. Yeah. Because she's not showing emotion. But then again, like, I see where they're coming from. But I'm just like, mm. Yeah, everybody process grief in yeah. such a different way. It's How are you going to tell, tell a 12-year-old, like, like going I mean, through it her... it could be that she even disassociated from it. Like, yeah. you know, that's, that's what a lot of people in, you know, my line of work do. You disassociate. So when you think about some really bad thing happening, you don't picture it being a person or it happening to you mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. I don't know. All right. <clears throat> okay, so her parents were pissed. Yeah. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Don't come at my daughter like that. Right. Police confiscated her clothes and sent her on her way home. Only to ask her to come back the next day for another interview. They wanted to make sure that her story hadn't changed from the previous day. They noticed bruises or red marks, burns, whatever they what looked like, on her arms, around her eyes, and around her mouth. But they weren't there the night before. They said it appeared to be some sort of tape or something tightly placed around her. And she said, duh. That yeah. was from the tape that they I told that you. that was used. I told you. Which part of me is like, I kind of get that. Like right when I'm waxed, mm-hmm. you can't see it. Yeah, and it shows up later. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is when this now is when her parents and the police decide to take her to the hospital. Oh, <laughs> I swear. No. Yep. Yep. This is when they decide to go have her a physical exam done. No, no, no. Yep. No. That's sh- that yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We're all in agreement that yeah. she's already been <laughs> yeah. done. But guess what? What? It's too late. Yeah. It's, it's been a whole la- freaking day. Uh-huh. It's too late for any evidence. Um. So the stupid guy on the interview was like, she should have gone sooner. No shit. <laughs> no, read my paper. <laughs> read my paper. <laughs> it says no shit. <laughs> okay. So, police did have Dana's clothes, though. And thank God for someone smarter than the rest of them. Trace evidence analyst Devin Cognostar, Stasha, okay. uh, used the old school tape method. Yeah. Like, where you lift it up. Yeah. And pulled multiple fibers. She said, like, for an analyst, for a trace evidence analyst, this is like gold. Yeah. Because there's so much to go off of. When she studied the fibers, she noticed weird shapes of fibers. Fibers? Fibers? <laughs> identifying them with carpets and rope okay, police yeah. were like oh shit oops oh my bad yeah. oh so you were uh, you were kidnapped you, what <laughs> we think that you might have been kidnapped <laughs> we're not sure <laughs> yeah. but we're putting some stuff together and it seems like you may have been kidnapped my yeah bad. so of course then they were all going back on their word after dogging the shit out of dana retired investigator sue dietrich i think she, she was on the interview she was like I was so impressed with her. She remembered minute details, even things she went through. Most adults wouldn't be able to remember. Okay, that. so first you're upset yeah, with her because she remembers you, too much, and now you're yes! like, oh, I'm so impressed with I'm her. I'm so no. impressed no. with her, is what she said. I'm like, Sue, Sue, <laughs> Sue, you cannot. No, man. Whatever, Sue. We Whatever. don't like you anymore. We don't. Mm-mm. Move on. It says, okay, Sue, shut up now, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Dana described her assailant as a white man. Medium build, blonde hair, and blue eyes. She said he was driving a white van, and she could see the word wood written across the glass. Okay. Dana told them that there was a wooden box that he put her in, and it was covered in blue carpet. And inside the van, there was an orange cooler, like water cooler, ice chest kind of thing. And it said igloo, and it had other writing on it. Okay. It was like Lowe's or Home Depot, but she couldn't remember that part. And if you saw an orange one, what would you think? It'd be like a construction worker. Well, <laughs> she said it said something like Lowe's or Home Depot, but she couldn't remember which one it oh. said. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be Home Depot. <laughs> I Lowe's said, well, that sounded a lot like a Home Depot <laughs> thing to me. But um. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was stuck on the like, you know, when you played softball. Oh, that's it's cooler. what that's what it looked like. Yeah, it looked just like that. 
Um, and inside the cooler were a lot of Dr. Pepper, she said, is what she saw. And I'm like, you go, girl. Like, she's noticing all the small things. Yeah. You, you go, sister. Police decided to go public with this information in hopes that someone has seen the van or see, saw something. Yeah. Um, and it hit the papers. It hit the news. You know, I, get, I think it was a small town. It sounds like a small. Oyster Creek. Sounds pretty fucking small. No, that sounds like a real booming <laughs> metropolis, just like Farmington. <laughs> oh, two days after the kidnapping, one of Dana's neighbors called the police and saying, hmm, wait, I think I saw something. I saw a white van uh, circling the church all day. I saw it park, park at the church and leave around 530 or 545, but it never returned. But it said some, something like Surfside floor on the side of it. Okay. Investigators were like, Let's investigate. Let's investigate. <laughs> and let's use the yellow pages. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They found the number for a place called Surfside Installation. Yeah. And so it had the logo. And then right below that, it said like dot carpet, dot ceramic, dot vinyl, dot tile, dot what. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I bet there was the word wood somewhere on there. Oh, yeah. That was the last one. I forgot to add that. Okay. I got distracted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding. Okay. <clears throat> the owner... Was 36-year-old Randall Lee Allen, father of a seven-year-old little boy, married for 17 years, no criminal record, nothing. I hate him already. Hate him. Mm. (laughs) When police found him, they were like, hey, you might have been a witness to a crime. Can you follow us to the police station so we can ask you some questions? He was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm going to beat this. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, like, sure. And so... um. They were asking him questions. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was literally at a restaurant with my family around the time you're talking about. Okay, cool. And um, he was like, you know, ask anybody. Like, I went to the restaurant. His wife was like, yeah, we went and ate. The three of us went and ate as a family. Yeah. At a restaurant. Okay, well, who had your van then? (laughs) Investigators are like, well, shit. (laughs) Well, can we look inside of your pedo van? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. So, inside the van, there was no box, no nothing. No orange cooler, no nothing. Um, I'm not done. Oh, okay. <laughs> there I'm was, so sorry. There was no box, no wooden box. Okay. No carpet. Mm-hmm. But there was something. An orange cooler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With Home Depot written on the side of it. And you know what else was scattered throughout the car? Dr. Pepper can. Yes! <laughs> You're so smart. Okay. <laughs> The same one that she had described. We're also going to normalize that right there. Okay. Um, they also found some rope and some blue carpet fibers. That weird. They told them about. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> when tested, the fibers matched the exact chemical makeup to those on Dana's clothing. The police got the results of those tests and went to Randy's home and inspected things there. And he was like, yeah, come on in. Like, you know, acting like nothing to hide here. Yeah. Well, they found a bunch of lumber laying around and they asked him, they were like, hey, this lumber looks like it could make a box. Can you can you put this lumber together for me in the shape of a box? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And under the lumber was blue carpet. Huh. 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 So he started putting it together and then he said something super creepy that like, I don't think he thought people were going to hear him, but, um, as he was putting the box together, he mumbled kind of to himself. He said, well, she was a little one. What? Mm -hmm. First of all, sir, Mm -mm. you can't be like, you have nothing on me. Yeah. You know? You know, there's not, you have nothing. Yeah, come on in. Check all my stuff. Ignore that wooden box right there with the blue carpet. Um, The cooler from Home Depot. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Don't mm-hmm. worry about the Dutter Pepper. Don't worry about. Don't worry about the shit written on the side of my window of my pedophile van. Don't worry about the rope. Mm-mm. Don't worry about this box. Mm-mm. I'm going to put the box together for you, but yeah. it was never in nothing. the shape of a box. Like it was just wood. It was never a box. <laughs> but yeah, if you want, you craft time <laughs> yes <laughs> you want me to put this box together i got you i got you so when the box was constructed there were remnants of the blue carpet inside those fibers also matched the fibers from Dana, dana's clothing police then created a photo lineup for dana showing her multiple pictures of potential suspects and it took her about three seconds and she pointed to randy lee allen and said that's him yeah they have nothing on him he's gonna get off scot-free don't worry <laughs> god randy was then confronted with dana's identification and the evidence they had against him and surprisingly he confessed okay on video 
All right, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, but investigators were like, hold on, wait, how's this possible if you were at dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Bitches be lying. That's what I thought, too. I was like, no f***ing way this wife is involved. Right? No way. Randy was out and about driving, um, driving around looking for a victim when he saw Dana and he kidnapped her and he drove home, got out of his car, got his wife and son, put them in their family car and went to dinner with Dana in the box. What the f***? Yup. <laughs> Left her in the box. Uh, you just, you just be in this box right here. I'm going to go eat. Yeah, I'm going to go eat dinner. You want me to bring you back leftovers? <laughs> what you want? When they got home, he told his wife. That he had more work to do. So he hopped back in the Crete mobile and took Dana to the motel. Mm. When they got to the hotel motel, that's when Dana started fighting back. Good for her. She started telling him, no, we're not doing this anymore. You need to let me go now. Like really standing up to him. Just like holding her ground. Police believe that this is what shifted the power for the kidnapper. And that's why he ended up letting her go. They believe that he intended to kill her. And thought he wouldn't get caught. But when she switched the power roles, he was like, uh, this is not like as what he would consider fun. Does that make sense? According to forensic files, (laughs) almost all (laughs) sex offenders exhibit some sort of bad sexual behaviors in their early teens or early 20s, late teens, early 20s. Um, But what's scary is that Randall, Randy, Randy Allen didn't exhibit any of that. It's scared to think that there are so many people out there now that can just wake up one day and they're like, mm, yep. Yep, I'm Today's a creeper. The day. Now I'm going to go kill somebody. Like, what? Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't know, it's just scary. Like, I'm like, I'm never letting my kids leave the house, okay? No. Mm-mm. Not even people you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't. Uh, yeah. You they could be crazy, anybody. too. So, Randy Allen, he did live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area at, w- at one time when a number of young girls had gone missing. Mm-hmm. And police believe that there are other victims, but of course they have nothing and he's not going to confess anything. Yeah. So, he never made any other confessions. In September of 2003, he was sentenced to the kidnapping and sexual assault and received two consecutive terms of 75 years. 150 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nope. Dana's mother said, I think hell is too good for people like this. Let's let him suffer. Yeah. I'm like, preach it, sister. I, I hope he has a boyfriend. And he has appealed it. He mm. has. I'm like, you don't get. Your confession is on a videotape. Yeah, you dumb like, motherfucker. What's going to be your defense now? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Um. So that is the story of the bravest 12-year-old girl I've ever heard of in my entire life. And a disgusting garbage truck of a human. Yeah. 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 Nobody got murdered. No. Oh. This is just another crime cast. Well, got a whole nother story to go. <laughs> well, he was going to murder her. Yeah. But like, listen, this has a good ending. But I feel like, you know, she probably started DeadCrowDefense.com. Is that right, Avery? Is that? Did you hear from her? Yeah. I got to find my script. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She did. She started DeadCrowDefense.com. She called Avery and was like, Avery, I got this idea. Uh-huh. Um, and she was like, you know what? I don't want to wind up on a murder cast. So I'm going to get my shit from www.DeadCrowDefense.com. They believe in defending the weak by putting more firepower into the hands of the good people. The good folks. They got shirts, hats, visors in stock. All customers must legally conceal a weapon. Of their choosing under DCD shirts. That's Dead Crow Defense shirt. Yeah, I caught that. It took me a second, but I got it. Uh, Y'all, ammo's coming back. So get what you need Mm, for hunting mm, season mm, now before mm, it's too mm. late. Um, I would say I'm so excited about hunting season, but like we can't go hunting this year. No, you can't. No, because my husband can't climb a fucking ladder or do shit. No. Anyway, they have tasers, pepper spray, and even (gasps) hairbrushes with knives inside? What? Yeah. I read that and I was like, oh, I got to give this part to Haley. Oh, <laughs> my God. There is a hairbrush with a knife inside. Yeah, we're going to have There's to more stuff, too, but, like, I need to go back to the hairbrush with a knife inside. What? I, I do hair. Really? I need to, like, a, I need, Avery, <laughs> if you're watching this video, I would like a hairbrush with a knife inside. So I can be like, if, like, customers are being weird, I can be like, <laughs> don't start. Thanks to my friends at Dead Crow, I will fuck you up. Yeah, I could like sell them to my customers too. Yeah, you could. Like, who does? I mean, 
That is the greatest thing I've ever heard. I did not know this. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I read it and I was like, am I reading this right? I gotta see it. I have to see it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look it up. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, either way, follow them at Instagram and Facebook at Dead Crow Defense. They're always doing free giveaways, um, sales, and promotions. They even told us that they got some big news coming. So you want to stay up to date. Yeah. And like I said earlier, if you use the code YAYJAM at checkout, you get 15% off. Percent off. Which is awesome. That's awesome. Off of my hairbrush. Um, I'll buy you one. (laughs) No, I'm going to get one because I am obsessed. Obsessed. That is so exciting. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? Are we ready for the second murder? Oh, yes. I mean, it's not even the second murder in this podcast. <laughs> it's the first murder this go-round. So we're going um, We're going to do a little time traveling. So yours was in 2003. Mm-hmm. Mine is in 1985. Okay. All right. So November 1985, a 19-year-old woman okay. is found on the side of the road in Malabar. Okay. I've never even heard of Malabar. Well... We're not even that sounds like a Harry Potter thing. Yeah, we're not even... It, I may be saying it way wrong, but that's what it's going to be today. Malabar. Okay. Florida. Um, We're not even in Georgia today. I wasn't either. Yeah. So the woman, she's dirty, nude, and she's handcuffed at her wrist and her ankles. Okay. She begs the person that finally stopped not to take her back to that house. And the man took her... To his house and then contacted police. Because, you know, it's 1985. We don't have cell phones. Right. So, we got to go somewhere and call. So, once she gets to the hospital, something horrific is discovered. Do you want to know what it is? You want to guess? Do you want to guess? Something in her vagina? No. Oh. Wait. Something as horrific is discovered on her? Well, like, with her. She's pregnant. No. Um. um, You're never going to guess. I just love to watch you. um, Hold on. Um, There's something in her butt. No. Um. He carved his initials in her. That would be telling, but no. Okay. 40 to 45% of her blood is missing. Her blood. From her body? Yeah. Is she alive? Yeah, but barely. But she's alive. Her blood. Almost half of her blood is gone. Where'd it go? Well, I'm going to tell you about it. You ready? Is she like... Okay. 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 I feel like this is an episode of Criminal Minds. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so the woman tells police that she was hitchhiking and a man picked her up and offered to give her a ride. He told her that he needed to go home first. And when they arrived at his house, um, he invited her in and she politely declined. I wouldn't even politely decline. I'd be like, no. Well, he wasn't having it. He climbed into the back of the car and choked her until she was unconscious. Mm. When she wakes up, she is tied by her arms and her legs to the kitchen counter so much like she can't move. To the kitchen counter. How? Like rope and stuff. How to the kitchen counter? Okay, well, I'm sorry that you're not a weirdo and don't know how to tie people to your kitchen counter. But maybe it was like an island or something and he tied her to the island. Maybe, okay. Maybe he was a freak and had little hooks implanted so that he could tie, you know, people, yeah. are, people are weird, yeah. whatever. Well, I mean, if he's draining blood, then like. Yeah. So the man videotapes it. <gasps> like has a setup, like a tripod. <laughs> and lights. What a creep. Right? <laughs> like a tripod and lights and everything's like a real, not professional, but like a real, like really. Like more professional than we are right now? Yeah. Like he had it more going on than we do. Ugh. He right. was a professional creeper. Yeah. So videotapes it while he rapes her. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When he's done, he inserts needle into her arms and takes the blood out. Like. Like all at once? Like drains blood. Well, Where does it go? What does he put it in? A mason jar. A fucking mason jar. What the fuck? He then told her he's a vampire and drank it. <laughs> no, the fuck he did not drink. Uh, ew, 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 ew. Don't think about it, Haley. I'm drinking out of a mason jar. Okay. <laughs> Don't think about it. That's disgust. Okay. We're moving on. Moving on. Oh, ew, I don't like blood. Okay. Well, you don't drink it. There's not even any blood here. So we were good. Mm-hmm. All right. He then handcuffs her. I bet it's thick. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> he then handcuffs her, placed her in his bathtub, only for him him to return later for another round of torture. Same thing. Rapes her, drains blood, and drinks it. 
The next morning, the man returned for a third round of his strange fetish. 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 And then he tells her that he has to leave, but he'll be back. And not to try and go anywhere, because if you try to leave, my brother's going to find you and kill you. Huh. She wasn't having it. She's a fighter. Good for her. So she's able to crawl out of a small window in the bathroom. And then she crawls to the final side of the road and crawls down the road while several trucks and people pass her by. Are you kidding me? Until finally the man stops and saves her life. Because had he not stopped, she'd eventually have died. Because like 40%, 45% of her blood was gone. It's thought that if she didn't escape when she did the fourth attack, like if he came back and raped her and drank her blood a fourth time, that would have finally killed her from too much blood loss. The woman was able to point out to police, and I think she didn't really point it out to police. I think she pointed it out to the man that saved her, but pointed it out and said, that's where I've been kept prisoner at. And the police were able to obtain a search warrant and search the house where the woman was held. Um, side note, they moved fast as boy because... Fast as boy! Right? <laughs> <laughs> because they, they did it at 2.30 in the morning. Like, they weren't playing around. Wait, what time did she escape? It had to be sometime. Um, was it dark? It had to be sometime after the morning. So I'm thinking like in the afternoon sometimes she escaped. And then they got a warrant and were there about 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. Like not like, the next nobody day. Ever, nobody ever moves that fast. No. Around. Yeah. She's alive. She's alive. So she doesn't die. She doesn't die. You're not a murder cast either. I'm not done with my story. Oh, I've okay. read you one page. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, that was an intense page. <laughs> I feel like I have heartburn after that. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Would you like some times I don't have any? Okay. I think it's just imagining like gravy blood. Yeah, it's gross. Gross, man. So police find a videotape mm-hmm. when they search the house, but it's partially erased and erased. Um, yeah. Erased. Erased. It's mm-hmm. partially erased, mm-hmm. but they believe that it would have contained the footage of her being attacked, like him, what he videotaped. But since she escaped, he probably erased it. You know. Mm-hmm. So there were photographs taken of the house, and in those photographs, um, it showed a large stack of credit cards, a collection of women's necklaces that had been hidden in the closet. So not like where you normally put your jewelry, just like somewhere in the closet. Um, They photographed these, but they didn't take them into evidence. Like, I'm so happy that you moved fast and managed to... Like, just rope off the house and like... Right? But... They did arrest the woman's attacker, which is John Brennan Crutchley. Ew. And to make it even worse, mm. at the time of hit the arrest, <laughs> John's wife and daughter were gone for a Thanksgiving holiday. So he kidnapped someone, brought him back to his family home, raped her, videotaped it, drained her blood while his... Family was gone for Thanksgiving. And he was going to clean that shit up, like, yeah. before they got back? Like, nothing happened. Oh, just just hanging out at home. I just been home, nothing, not doing anything. Oh. All right, so let's talk about John for a little bit. Oh, God. Okay, so his backstory. I don't like him. I, well, you shouldn't. Okay. All right. Um, he was born October 1st in 1946 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So all you people from Pennsylvania. God. Um, his family was considered very well off um, but he was not a very popular child he was a strange one in fact he spent most of his time growing up in the family basement playing with electronic gadgets like he was a loner okay well like what kind of electronic gadgets do they have then i think he's not alive in the 40s the the 40s yeah he was born in 1946 oh i don't think they have electronics they do. I mean, that'd be some bullshit electronics. Well. Okay, sorry. It, it doesn't matter. Okay. He is actually able to earn money in high school by repairing and rebuilding radio and stereo systems. And they oh. said they were like complex radio and stereo systems, not just like, you know, simple dimple stuff. Yeah. He marries in 1969 and obtains a bachelor's degree in physics by 1970. But by the time he obtained his master's in engineering administration, his first marriage was over, and he got divorced. Did he try to drink her blood, and she was like, F- you? Probably. Yeah. Probably, like, I'm not into it, but thanks. Mm. So I do a lot of stuff, but, like, that, mm Not into that. No, thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. You have a nice life, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, John then moves to Indiana 
to work at Delco Electronics Corporation, and he was fired from there after the plant noticed some missing materials. So he gets fired. In the mid-1970s, he moves to Fairfax County, Virginia, and that is where he marries his second wife. Run, bro. Yeah. It should be noted that around this time when he's living there in Virginia, that several girls and women go missing from around the area, but they're not able to link any of them to him other than a 25-year-old female named Deborah Fitzjohn. So Deborah went missing in 1977, and her body was found badly decomposed in 1978 by a hunter. At the time of the disappearance, Deborah was dating. You want to guess who she was dating? This guy? Yeah, John. But, like, he was f***ing married, right? Because everything I found said that he was married, but then he was her boyfriend. And I'm like, but, like, maybe everyone has their timeline wrong. Everyone. Everyone. Or he was... Also, like, not only was he a gross murderer, he was, like, a cheater. I don't know. Gross. Yeah. Gross. So. This guy's gross. Yeah. He, and wait till you see his picture. It's worse. Ew, is he ugly, too? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's don't bad. So, John is eventually placed under suspension, or is immediately placed under suspicion. Suspicion? Suspicion. Um, because Deborah was actually last seen in the trailer park where he lived. But they're unable to charge him with anything because they don't have any evidence to prove that he was involved in her murder at any way, shape, or form. Okay. What about the necklaces and stuff? All right. Well, let's talk about that. We'll go back to our story in 1985. Good good segue, Haley. Oh, look at me go. <laughs> All right. So, police, I feel like they think they're a little bit out of the element because, you know, like, we're not really sure what's going on with him here. And so they contact um, Robert Rustler for his input. Rustler is a well-respected FBI agent who actually coined the term serial killer. So he. Oh, like, do you want to give me the back? What is like? How did he turn? What? Like how did he coin that term? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Like where did it come from? But he made it up. Like he's the one that made up the word serial killer. Okay. All right. So. He believes that John is a serial killer okay. and has killed before and is a is most likely an organized serial killer. Ressler had police perform a second, more in-depth search of John's home, which they did. So during the second search, they find um, 72 cards, like index cards. Index cards. Does it have like all their information on it? So each card contains a woman's name <gasps> and describes sex acts, like the sex acts that they performed together. Police. Ew, 70, what? 72. Gross. 72. He's got a good old case of the herps. Yeah. So police are able to contact some of the women on these cards. And they tell police that while the encounters had all started as consensual, mm-hmm. that John restrained the woman and often ignored safe words. So he was like a sub and a dominant, like they did bondage and stuff like that. But ignored the safe word. But he ignored the safe word. So he took it a little bit too far. Right. So, it was found. Okay, so that's found. Um, but you want to know what's not found in the second search? What? The stack of credit cards or the woman's necklaces. Where'd they go? They're gone. I guess it's why. Because they should have f***ing taken him the right? first time. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing his wife had something to do with it. But, you know, I can't prove shit. So, in June of 1986, John pleads guilty to kidnap and rape charges. And in exchange, prosecutors dropped the charges for the grievous bodily harm, you know, because he drank her f***ing blood. And then they dropped charges for drug possession. I don't know what drugs he had on him, but they didn't like it. Surely he has a lot of drugs because you got to, you got, you got to be, uh, he's got to be on something to, to so, do that. So freaking gross. So, I forgot, I forgot a part. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go backwards. The... Credit cards and the women's necklaces aren't found. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is said that John had a um, eccentric, in, eccentric mm-hmm. sex life that he often recorded with his video camera. And even his wife participated in it. Um, yeah. and was like, With other people? Yeah. Was like, okay, with these other people coming in, being involved. and Was she involved with the blood drinking too? Um, I don't know. She wasn't involved with this kidnapping. So okay. I don't know. 
So in June of 1986, John pleads guilty to kidnap and rape charges. In exchange, prosecutors dropped the charges for the grievous bodily harm, you know, for taking her blood. Uh-huh. And they also dropped charges for drug possession. Mm-hmm. So some sources claim that he had suggested that if you give me a lesser sentence, I can lead authorities to the body of six missing Florida women. You know, like mm-hmm. if you want to be like, you don't need to go to jail for that long, dude. Thank you. So eventually all negotiations stopped, though, because it becomes clear that police had nothing to pin those murders onto him. And so he's like, I'm not going to show you where their bodies are because you can't pin me for murder unless I show you where the bodies are. So they just stop and they're not able to link him to those crimes. So the negotiations stop because they can't link him to those crimes and he's not going to talk about them if you can't link me to them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he even says, you know what? I think that y'all mixed me up with another John Crutchley. Like, you've got us confused. And they're like, no, no, we didn't. <laughs> no, it's you. <laughs> no, it's you. Um, he also claims that because he watched pornography, it gave him the twisted sexual impulses that he has. Like, porn made me this way. Mm. Okay, but you watched it to mm-hmm. begin with. So you already had them by looking at porn. Like, there's nothing wrong with people looking at porn. You do what you want. But then don't go murdering people and drinking their blood and blaming it on porn. Uh. All right. So when... I'm really having a problem with this drinking of the blood. I'm so sorry. Okay. So when asked about her thoughts about John's acts, um, you know, like the raping and draining the blood of the girl. And drinking it? And drinking it. The wife, his wife. You're you're so cute in my camera. Yeah, I just saw that. (laughs) Okay. Um, His wife um, says that he's not actually guilty of this crime, that John's just a kinky sort of guy, and the attack was a gentle rape. And it was devoid of any overt brutality. It was gentle. He raped her gentle. What? <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. A gentle. Okay. Like, it wasn't like a real rape. It was like a gentle rape. She needs to get over it. Yeah. The fuck? It was, it was gentle. It was gentle. It was he gentle. He gently raped her multiple times and then drained her blood to the point that she almost died. It was gentle. But it was gentle. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I'd be over here like. My husband did what? Mm-hmm. Let me let me get it. Let me after. Let me let me. Mm. <laughs> Where mm. is he? Can I have him back? Because you ain't gonna have to I'm worry like, about him don't, anymore. Please don't send him to jail. He's innocent. He's because innocent. I'm gonna kill him. I'm going to him. murder him. Murder. Oh, no. What's no. her name? What's her, what's her name? I can't f-ing find it. I can't find any of the names of any of the women. My phone's not in here for this podcast. It's Karen Crutchley. Crazy. Yeah, Karen Crutchley. You Karen Crutchley. Uh, yeah, it was, it was gentle. It was gentle. Uh, I'm going to start saying all the time. It was gentle. <laughs> so during the sentencing phase, John tells the judge that he had been introduced to drinking blood in 1970 by a nurse. A nurse showed him how to drink people's blood. Mm. And that it's part of a sexual ritual. But he should not. This like That shouldn't be considered in the sentencing. Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? Because it was gentle. Because he was unable to actually drink the blood because the girl's blood clotted before he could drink it and he couldn't get it down. What? I shouldn't consider the fact that you drained her blood because you weren't able to drink enough of it to your satisfaction? What? I ain't. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) What? I mean, I'm, I'm like, perplexed. I'm like, I'm literally scratching my head over this. Like, I'm perplexed. Like, it like, turned into jello, and I just can't stomach that that texture. Yeah, so. blood clots. That's what it does. <laughs> That's a <his> stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the judge decided to exceed ex- ex- the state guidelines. The judge is like, f*** you, mother <laughs> I would be like, undo. <laughs> and sentences him to 25 years to life in prison with 50 years of parole but that is exceeding the state's minimum or maximum maybe not maximum. wait it's exceeding what they wanted to give him like they, they were, wanted to give him like 10 years yeah yes. all right uh, you ready to get matter no matter matter okay. matter more ma- okay okay john only serves 11 years 11 i quit 
and he's released for good behavior on I'm done. August 8th of 1966. Is he dead? Yeah. Um, but since nobody in Virginia, which is where he, like, his mom lived and stuff, they didn't want him, he's released to a halfway house in Florida. And <gasps> while he's there, he's supposed to undergo counseling and pay restitution to the girl he drained his <laughs> blood. Um, while he serves the 50 years probation. He still has 50 years of probation. However, not even a full day later. He's day? A day. Not even a full 24 hours. Not 24 hours later. This mother is, I'm sorry, this mother is arrested again for a probation violation. So he's already arrested. Do we know what it was? Yes. What is it? So he tests positive for marijuana. And then he blames it on the inmates prior to his release. They blew it in his face. My eyes are itching. Yeah. So he later confesses to a um, prison guard that he did smoke marijuana while he was still in jail because he was so nervous about getting released from jail. But under the three strikes law, John receives the sentence of, the sentence of life imprisonment. For marijuana? Yeah, for smoking marijuana. Because the three strikes are kidnapping... For the girl, rape of the girl, and now this offense of marijuana. So, marijuana sent him to prison for life. I just... Uh, okay. I'm like... Uh, We're there. I don't mean to sound like the young kids nowadays, you know, because they're annoying. But, like, you got me f- up. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what they say? Yeah. No, but seriously, I'm pissed. We're so, gonna send him to jail for life for over some some weed. I honestly, but like, feel don't like, worry, it's fine. Just, 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 okay. Like, uh-huh. it just, honestly just drink some blood. It's like, fine. Feel like that they were like, I can't keep you in here forever because that exceeds the sentence. Like, I know he said life, but then you have to have the possibility, so you're gonna get paroled. So we're gonna let you go. <laughs> Yes. Marijuana in his face. Yes. And then they're like, oh man, three strikes. That, so I mean, yeah, like at least he's in jail, but like. So sorry about those three strikes, but here you are. Uh huh. Okay. So March 30th of 2002, he is found dead in his prison cell with a, if you click that pin. Sorry. He's found dead in his prison cell with a plastic bag over his head. Did he and, do it? Um, it's later reported that he died from autoerotic asphyxiation. Which I think is a somewhat fitting for end for this f-ing perp. So, like, he's still trying to get off. In jail. I'm going to put a bag over my head. And, like, jerk off while I'm holding a bag over my head. And, like, whoops. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, whoops. 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 <laughs> so sad. I know. I you should have been more gentle. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that. Mm. Um, so, he's never actually convicted of any murders. So nobody got murdered in my podcast except for Deborah, who we talked about earlier. Um, but there's, okay, so I found like this was a nightmare trying to research all the murders that people have linked him to. Because yeah. Because it was in the 80s. So there's a lot that were unsolved that have been solved later. So mm-hmm. I'd like write all these things about these girls. And then they'd be like, oh, this guy murdered her. And I'm like, it's not the right guy. <laughs> um, but so I found some that could be murdered by him so another one is patty valinsky she's 29 years old when she disappears march 15 15 1985 while hitchhiking see the similarity there no so because what about your first murder nope not your first one your 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 guy my guy from a from a couple of from like the mountains in north georgia uh-huh what was his name I don't remember. You know the girl with the red curly hair in the white car? They found her dog. Did I do that murder? <laughs> yeah, in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Gary. Gary. Bowles. Yeah. No, not Bowles. Um, yeah. Hilton. Yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. Gary Michael Hilton. Yes, that's him. Okay, but he was in Florida too. At okay, some but point, this is a different. I know, time but period. like, oh, when was that one? When was he Gary? Was, he murdered in like the 2000s. Uh, but we don't know that. Okay, well, either way, maybe I just maybe 
Could you stop leaking my murders to other murders so I can tell you about my murders? <laughs> yeah, but when you're done, I want to um, I want to see your shit. Okay, well, let me link this one to my person first. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay so Patty disappears March 15, 1985 while hitchhiking. Mm-hmm. She had been drinking all day and asked her roommate to take her to the store to buy some more beer. And her roommate said, no, you're done. So she hitchhikes to the store. They link it to John because her ID card, birth certificate, and pictures of her family are found in his desk at work. Oh. Still think it was Gary Michael Hinton? No. Okay. Maybe they were partners. John even admits to picking her up that day, but claims that she was so annoying, he put (laughs) her out after she demanded alcohol and drugs from him. Oh. She talked about motorcycles and stuff, so he was just super annoyed and put her out. He's like, never mind. No, thanks. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not. But like, so, you know that TikTok where they're like, how, what would you say of your kidnapper? Yeah. And, and they're like, this mouth in here. Can we get something to eat? <laughs> I would so get put out because uh-huh. I'd be like, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, no, ma'am. And I'd be like, don't no me. I'm breaking stuff. Like, I'm hungry. I'd be like, can I just like get some sleep? Because like, I haven't had sleep in like six years. Yeah, a nap, a nap. (laughs) You take me wherever you want. (laughs) Okay. So, he does claim that he picked her up, but put her out. And says that when she got out, she was so upset, she left all her stuff in the back of his vehicle. So, he kept what he found at his desk in his office, but then he threw it away. For safekeeping. Yeah. I threw everything else away. but Like her body? (laughs) (laughs) Like what? So, I put on here that he's suspected of the murders of two Navy women, but one of them was proven not to be right. But, um, so he had access to a naval base where they worked, and one was Carol Ann Molnar. She disappeared when she was 21 on February 6, 1983. She was found several months later, partially buried under rocks of a seawall on the base, and she had been strangled. Mm. Um, there was... Pamela Ann Kimbrew, she's 23, and she disappears March 25th, 1982, and she's found dead in her vehicle at the end of a seaplane ramp underwater, like her vehicle submerged underwater. Mm -hmm. She had her arms tied behind her back with a clothesline, and she had been strangled, and a green ski mask was found left behind. But it was later found out, like her murderer was arrested, and it was not John. Oh. So, just like Pamela John, several other women, or John has been suspected in several other missing women cases, but a lot of them are solved later and proven that they weren't John. So, they can't definitively prove that John killed any of these people. Mm. Um, but one law enforcement said, I guess he got kind of irritated because people kept trying to, like, link women mm-hmm. to this John, and he was like, if anyone wants to give me information about a woman that was raped, drained of blood, and killed, I'll listen to you. Like, if you can find that, like, um, I'll listen to you. And uh, guess what John's um, name was in the media? What? The Vampire Rapist. Like, that's the That's name. like giving him what he wants, though. Yeah. Right? But so, um, I think it's hilarious that neither one of us did murders. And we didn't even know it. No. I feel like we always have something similar on accident. Yeah. But I'm still interested in that Gary Michael Hilton and Patty Vasquez, whatever her name is. Yeah. Le- so, well, uh, nobody died. Nobody. Well, I had people die, but not from right my person. So, yeah, not a murder cast. <laughs> it's the crime cast. Okay, change, change we were the just name. like today. We just be a little gentle. Yeah, we were being gentle. <laughs> it wasn't really that bad. It was, we were gentle. Yeah, we were just being a little gentle on you guys today. So. Yeah, so. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> well, I liked it. That was good. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. You, you know what else would be good? What? Liking, subscribing. Subscribing. Leaving a review. <laughs> any review any whatsoever. Review. Like any. We'll take any. it. Yep. 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 Um, go to our Facebook. Like our Facebook. Um, we're going to post some videos on there. You're going to post I'm going to post videos yeah. on there. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Uh, y'all, um, we have a website. JustAnotherMurderCast.com JustAnotherMurderCast.com And you can go on there and leave us a suggestion for your murder. And Shut up. Do it. Yeah. But like, they don't even leave it, leave us reviews. Why are we telling them to do something else? Please. 
<laughs> Help me. I'm poor. <laughs> um, and share. Share with your friends. Because yep. like, I've already forced all of my friends to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I don't have any more friends. Can't get it out anymore. So I'm going to need you to um, share it with your friends. Yep. And then uh, Patreon. We have to do. Or we have Patreon. Shh, get away from my chips. They want some chips. <laughs> no. Uh, we have to do Patreon. So if you would like to get a little bit more than oh. our whenever we decide to post the podcast podcast. We're posting this video on Patreon. Yeah, this video is going on Patreon. Yes, it is. And it will not be on Facebook. You will not get to see how awesome Haley is when we do these things. I'm like a child. Yeah. but Like a toddler. Yeah. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. hilarious and mm-hmm. I love it. Um, um, You changed Patreon. I did. I changed Patreon mm-hmm. because um, I was kind of thinking about it and... I feel like I might want to listen to bonus episodes, but I don't. I might not want to give someone ten dollars a month. I'm cheap. So yeah. So I changed. I get it. To five dollars a month. So for mm-hmm. five dollars a month on Patreon, you can listen to our bonus episodes. We do them monthly, um, and then watch these videos. Yes. Um, and you know, like what other random. Also, things? are you gonna cut it out in the video where I pooped? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm gonna have to cut stuff out because we paused twice. Okay, sorry. But I'm leaving the pooping in there. Oh my god, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, sorry. Okay, so five dollars a month. Five dollars a month uh-huh. for Patreon. Um, you're out of the friend zone, and you get our love, and you get our bonus episodes. But for ten dollars a month, ten dollar, you get a shout out at the end of the episode. And guess who gets a shout out today? Candy. <laughs> Candy always gets a shout out. <laughs> but we have a new one. What? We do. We have Emily, our lovely Emily. So hello, Candy and Emily. Thank you. Thank you so much. Because um, this stuff is not free. <laughs> <laughs> like, we enjoy doing this. We're not trying to make a lot of money off this podcast. Mm-mm. We're just trying to break even. <laughs> <laughs> um, Before we go into the next, did you do all the tiers? Um, no, but fine. Um, also, if you want to be a subscriber... Yes. When we add this to to Facebook or whatever, I'll add it if I can just put like if you want to, not a subscriber. Mm-mm. If you want, I don't know where we're going with this. Like this, like if you, well, I can't. If you want to be a sponsor, a sponsor, a yes. Sponsor. If you want to be a sponsor, please let us know. Um, we can work out something. Um, I'm excited about it because I was listening to another podcast today. I always do all the time, and they got sponsored by some makeup people that did the makeup, and I'm like, that's my. I would not be able to do anything with the makeup, but I would send it to you. <laughs> but yeah, we, we can always have another sponsor. We love Dead Crow Defense and we want to keep we them We can just around. add more in. Just add some more Like in. a commercial break. Um, Just let us know and uh, tell us what you want, like what business we, we're doing. And yep. We'll add you in here. We can do it for one episode, for multiple episodes. Like you tell us. We're we're here for it. We're here for it. Yes. Uh, Okay, sorry. Finish your tears and then I'll interrupt again. I think the only tier that I have left is our um, $25 a month tier, which is our happily married tier. And so with that one, you get a sticker. Mm-hmm. It looks like this, but smaller. I got my sticker. I I put mine right, right there. I don't like it. Where? Did you cut it? No, that's how it came, and I hated it. What? But I had changed it, so everybody else gets these. Okay, good. Um, Come some more drink. Yeah. So, you get a sticker, you get a mug, you get a t-shirt, and a poster. I literally cannot wait for the mug. So, that's the next one. It comes every three months you get something. And Mm -hmm. so, the first one was the sticker. Mm -hmm. And then... um, Like, I don't think you know how excited I am. I drink coffee every night. The mug will be next. And I am so excited for this mug. Mm -hmm. Cannot wait. I make a cup of coffee every single night right before bed. Yeah. Um, Also, we talked about earlier something. And now I can't remember what it was. Oh! So... Beth has done some research because, like, she keeps this podcast floating. Um, she did some research, and a lot of people don't like the commentary on here. Okay. Not on just us. Like, the whole podcast thing. All like, podcasts in general. They get annoyed because they talk about too many things. And you know what? I'm that way. I realize that. That's why I don't like some of the podcasts you like. Because they talk too long about their personal shit. And I'm like, I don't know you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I'm like I love our personal talk. Yeah. Um. Okay. But so at some point we're gonna put um Beth had talked about putting below each description. There's gonna say where story one and story two start. Yeah. So it'll help some people maybe make a little more people. I mean maybe make more people happy. 
So maybe somebody will give us a fucking review. I don't know. Anyone. Anywhere. Anywhere. Just anything. Like, hey, welcome back, Haley. Or um, go yeah. away, Beth. Or like, you know. Haley, please stop eating on the podcast. Yeah. Anything. Anything at all. Or like, I can hear your dog licking this entire time. Mm-hmm. You know, let us know. Let us know. We just want to know. We just want. We don't. We don't actually want to know the bad stuff. But like, we'll take it. We'll take it. We Beggars can't be choosers. Prefer the good stuff. But we'll take the bad stuff if we have to. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That was wonderful. It was. I'm so happy to have you back. I'm so happy to be and back. And like, surprised. I really got into it this time. Yeah. It like, was good. Because I have a computer. Good. That I could, instead of writing, I was writing 14 pages. I'm glad you have a computer. I need to get a new computer to write because this one's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I can do a lot on it, but it doesn't go anywhere. You know? I can't, like, I'm terrible with a laptop. I need one. But ours, ours crashed. Wow. So... But now I can type. Good. So I'm excited. All right. I'm ready for it. All right. I love you guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm so excited that some of you get to watch Haley today. The two of you. <laughs> two of you. Oh, little breaks on Facebook. Little, yeah. little, little snippets. Bit. All right. Well, All right. Bye. Bye.